0: Welcome back for episode 11. This week, we discuss a recent tragedy that was perpetrated by a man with a long history of mental illness and crime. Admittedly, his childhood was extremely troublesome, and he received a diagnosis of a mental illness at a very young age. However, he then began a life of crime at the early age of 17. Unfortunately, all of this led to a tragic mass murder right before the holidays back in 2021. Stay tuned as we dive into this unfortunate current event case. Happy Holidays! Welcome back to another episode of Special Criminals. This is Casey and I'm here with my sister, Monica. Hello, y'all. All All right. So um, I realized, I'm going to say this right at the beginning, that we haven't been, I keep forgetting to like do a plug. So if you like (laughs) us or you enjoy us at all, if you could rate us and review us on whatever um, platform, platform, thank you that you're (laughs) listening on, it just helps us, you know, get noticed or recognized by other people. people and it just kind of helps us on the charts in any way so if people are looking for something then they will be more likely to see us than if there are no ratings and reviews Mm -hmm. so we'll do that and then
1: oh no I was just gonna say like otherwise yeah they have to dig through something different you know if they're looking Mm -hmm. for a change of pace and you know we might not even be for them but at least give them a shot (laughs) (laughs)
0: right I was going to say that too that obviously if you want to share us with a friend you certainly can we appreciate that too but also knowing that we may not be everybody's cup of tea and that is okay um that being said too I'm going to go through disclaimers if none of this sounds good to you you can just stop listening now if you are on board then uh stay along, hang out with us but Mm -hmm. I'll go through the. I think it's the four now I think as I've been counting so one we're talking about people that have a diagnosis or a disability of some sort. So that means that obviously we're we're also going to be talking t- about that and what that means. We also uh, go on tangents. We end up talking about random things at times. We make jokes and talk about inappropriate things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then our format has changed in one way. One way it's the same. So the, the same Z's, the same Z's way <laughs> is that One of us does the research, the other one listens along, alongside you, the listener. So one of us will ask questions like, wait, what about that? Or wait, who's that guy? You know, so we'll we'll do that kind of what you might be doing as you listen. So that's just our format. And then we swap. And so if you don't like that, or if you don't like that format, obviously this isn't going to be for you. Mm -hmm. And the update to our format is that with this new season, we have been expanding or doing more than just what we used to. So it's not just necessarily a criminal with a diagnosis that committed a crime. Uh, We're, we're expanding it, although (laughs) it may still be. Yeah. So caveat to today. um, So this is kind of, I don't know exactly what I'll title this, so we'll see, but it's a little bit of a throwback Thursday. Okay. It's back to kind of what we used to do for like season one and season two, where it is a criminal with a diagnosis that committed a crime. It's going to be that again today, but also it's a very current event, like everything just kind of saw an end recently. And there's still a potential of obviously appeals and and updates and things like that. So I I don't know how, but it is both (laughs) a throwback Thursday slash a like current event. Um, I don't know which one I'll, I don't know what I'll
1: consider this. I mean you could do a slash type of thing.
0: Yeah, I just don't want it to That's a long s- slash. Well, fair enough. <laughs> then... I'll probably do it's a current event, but you guys know. If you've been here for a while, you guys know that this is also a throwback Thursday type of oh, thing. There you go. Except so, I might release it on a Wednesday. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> um but well, I really for all need they to know do we're
1: recording day. on a Thursday. So Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I <laughs> don't need to know what day this is.
0: So yeah, so I, I wanted to do this case. I, I came across it uh, recently. As I think is probably a lot of people had mm-hmm. or have um, because it just reached its end in court mm. um, with the sentencing and all of that. Now, of course, uh, this again, I'm sure there's going to be appeals. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out after this. But for right now, we have a semi conclusion to this case. And so when I saw it, I thought, oh yeah, I remember that. You know. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then as I was reading and and listening and and digging and doing a little more, I saw a comment about mental illness and and the history of, and then I was like, oh, (laughs) tell me more. Yes. And so then when I did some more digging, I got um, I got some more information. So without further ado, I think, (laughs)
1: anything to add, Monica? no, I, I think we covered all the disclaimers. I mean, all right, I think we're good. Those seem to be cool. the most pressing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So then we're going to get into it. Um, so today I'm going to be talking to you about Daryl Brooks Jr. Mm-hmm. He was born February 2nd, 1982. He was mostly raised in um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And his crime took place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, more specifically, and this happened last year. So it happened in November of 2021. And he, this man is the, I can't, I don't know how to say that. I forgot to look up the name.
1: Wakisha? I, I honestly have no idea. I, I know correctly. We're going to pause.
0: Okay. So I paused so I could look this up and I found like four different pronunciations. And so we're going to go with Waukesha, Waukesha, right? Is that what we heard? Okay. That's what I heard too. Waukesha Christmas Parade Attack. So this is the man that if you saw this again, this happened last year, but he drove his car through a parade, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not gonna go super into that detail yet. Obviously, it's gonna be coming, but let's start a little bit talking about Daryl Brooks Junior. Mm. Okay. Like I said, he was born in February of nineteen eighty-two. Also, I didn't realize this, but he is also known as a rapper. Oh, great. So his his stage name is Math Boy Fly. Dude.
1: I just, I had to halt myself real quick to, to not come on, Math Boy Fly, because what math he counts boy. stacks. Like, what, what? like, it's like that dude that used to live next to us with like the pits and just everything. I mean, you know, and uh, DJ Ponytail. Yeah. What? I just, you know, also, okay, so I get that, like, when you
0: have a stage name. There's a lot of components that go into like making your stage name, you know? Mm. So you have to, it has to be memorable or it has to be like applied to you in some way and da, 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 da. Like we went mm. through similar things when it even came to like naming this podcast. However, um, <laughs> math boy and it's b-o-i of course math boy fly like not it doesn't ring it doesn't have like a ring to it it doesn't (laughs) sound catchy like it's none of those things
1: that I would think that you'd want in a stage name do you know what I'm saying I I do I mean if he's going for I I don't know being noticeable because it's different than sure because how many other I mean sure
0: yeah it does it does tick that box (laughs) But it's definitely not, like I said, not... When I saw that, I was like, yeah, the what? And then no. I thought, honestly, when I first saw that pop up, I thought, oh man, there is another man with the same name, like this poor guy oh, who's no. trying to make it as like a rap artist, <laughs> you know? And I was like, poor guy, like he's got to be like, ah, oh, shit. You know, like you had to commit like one of the worst crimes ever. Yeah, and right? it's
1: like everybody after... Yeah I, yeah, I heard something, some comedy stand-up guy, and he's like, oh yeah, just work in the crowd. And he asked what someone's last name was. And they said Adolf. And he was like, oh, oh no, yeah. Yeah. no. <laughs> Change that. Well,
0: yeah. And it's like, like I said, I, I would just imagine if you had this name and it's not that uncommon of a name. So likely someone does. But if you have that name and then someone else does something like this, you've got to be like, dude, come on. Come on. Yeah. So I thought that's what it was. I thought this was like a misidentity thing. But it's actually the same freaking person. Nope. And so then I was like, nah. Uh-huh. So <laughs> there you go. If you'd well, like to check out side his note,
1: career. He's uh-huh. maybe, what, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, as we say, five, six months older than I am. Mm-hmm. That trips five. me out. Like, yeah, he's only five months older. Uh, uh, Nope. Yes, ma'am. I don't like it. Like, <laughs> you know, people my age, I feel like we should all know better. Obviously, crime will always continue. But, like, we have been... Through so many life changing events, I'm going to stop calling them that because now they're just events. They're just, you know, they're just life. that that you would think we would know better. Like, why are we making yeah. everybody else's lives harder? We've been through enough.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I was listening to something uh, the other day, and it listed off like whatever generation I don't mm-hmm. know, Gen X or Z or Millennial. I don't know what we are. I don't know what I am, but it listed off like we've been through this and this and this and this and this, and yep. this and you know, and it was like, oh, my God, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. it's been. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. So let's dig a little bit into Daryl Brooks. If you can imagine, he did not have the best life and childhood.
1: Well, if this is the decision he made, of course he didn't. <laughs>
0: I know. I did there's some stuff though I didn't realize that like of the day of mm-hmm. um it, it, I mean it <laughs> it's one of those things with the justice justice system that I find so difficult right because on the one hand we see cases where they do like one thing and they're snatched up and they're like thrown away for 50 mm. years. And you're like, whoa, you know, oh, he and had then, some
1: weed and he's been in solitary for 40 years. Exactly. Like that so. Too, yeah, there's yeah.
0: yeah, there's some of that that I'm like, okay, so he wrote a bad check, like seriously, you know, and then there's cases like this where you go, oh my gosh, three different states, law enforcement had an opportunity to really kind of like keep this person. And I don't say this often, but keep this person locked away, away from everybody. Yeah, yes, which he obviously needed to be, and no one did it. And so, and there's some stuff that was happening. I didn't realize this. So we'll talk about it. But the mm. day of, some stuff happened. And anyway, so we'll get into it. But
1: yeah, well, starting, it's like why we have people like Dahmer that could run around and like, that's my boyfriend. He's yeah. drunk. I totally didn't drill a hole just in his head. Give it back to me. Yeah, yeah he's fine. Wait, what in the? Okay. Anyway,
0: and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, all right. Yeah, that seems that makes seems sense. Fine. I don't want to do deal with that gay
1: stuff anyway." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you gay people are all creep me out. They they probably that's when they thought it was contagious. they're like, "Okay, all right, you just go back." With it. Or that
1: all gay people had AIDS. You know, where they're yes. like, "Don't no, I'm good. It's filthy in here. Let me get the hell out of here." Yeah.
0: Well, and then I I feel like. Mm. I feel like the people representing Daryl, uh, mm. in the last, since 2020 to now. So uh, he's got like a laundry list. So we'll talk about, but, uh. but more recently <laughs> the people representing him, I just think like, okay, on the one hand as a public defender, you're doing your job.
1: You have okay? to, or you'll be disbarred. Yeah.
0: But on the other hand, I'm like, you took advantage of a situation and for the wrong person. And of course you're not going to necessarily maybe know that in the moment, but it's just like, you, you'll just find those moments of like, shut up. Seriously. Like Mm -hmm. it was, could have been different. So Daryl had a tough childhood growing up. His father was in and out of his life, mostly out. Uh, When his father was there, he was an alcoholic. He was very abusive. He Mm. witnessed obviously a lot of domestic violence in the home and when he wasn't there, he was usually locked up, uh, mm. which meant that mom had to take care of the kids by herself. So, and I, I believe she was, I might see it somewhere, a, um, a nurse or okay. a nurse's assistant or something like that. So she was trying, she she was trying, but yeah, he had a tough life. So at the very young age of 11 years old, he was, he was diagnosed With bipolar disorder.
1: Oh, that is very, very young.
0: It's extremely young because normally you have to see this, this pattern, Mm -hmm. you know, in a person so significantly for a certain amount of time. And obviously kind of like right off the bat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's minimally like six months, like Mm -hmm. in most cases, but even then they'll hesitate to diagnose a young person with something like that because- it might, you know, eh. it could right, and I think there's
0: that that piece of normal growing up things, and okay, mm-hmm. that may be a little abnormal, but not enough to da 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 da, you know. So I think we struggle with that. But if you think about that, he was 11, which meant this was 93.
1: Oh yeah, and they weren't taking which the is, stuff near as, as seriously as
0: and in Milwaukee.
1: I mean, no bad talk about anything like that, but smaller towns, it is harder to get attention and diagnosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought good, that was yes. really kind of
0: interesting. In, oh, very. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: at 11 years old, he gets a diagnosis. He was also diagnosed with depression. Um, he grew up specifically in the inner city of Milwaukee. And like I said, dad was in and out of the picture, but when he was around, it was not helpful. Like it's mm-hmm. not like he was a mm-hmm. good influence on him. He was admitted to a hospital, a mental health hospital at the age of 12, because he had attempted suicide numerous times at this point. Ah. Mm -hmm. Uh. So he also lost his grandmother very young, you know, so that was really hard on him. And then he, again, like I said, watched his dad abuse his mom. And this is, you know, he's had a diagnosis now. So he's got a lot, there is a lot that he's dealing with as a very young person with an absent father and a mom who's trying to work and make ends meet and mental health issues. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So re- like I said, really early on, really tough life for this oh, yeah. kid. Significant already.
1: impacts. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Um, so then he, this is a quote from him in a letter that he wrote to a judge, which I'll talk about, but this is in 2007. So he wrote a letter to a judge and mm-hmm. this is a quote from that. He says, quote, I didn't have a father growing up, so my mom was stuck raising me and my older sister. We were on welfare for most of my childhood. My father was an alcoholic who was abusive. Uh, My father's dad was also an alcoholic. And so I grew up where I grew up was full of drugs and prostitution and quote, just a lot of obviously not great stuff. Mm. Now, he was writing that, and I'm I'm going to preface a lot of this, is with his own quotes, I just, mm-hmm. you have to consider the source, number one, right, of a person who's not necessarily stable. Okay. Number two, right. a lot of the quotes or the things that he's going to say are going to be almost like in his own defense.
1: <laughs> so, So like a justification type of thing, like this is why I shouldn't be held accountable almost, or
0: yeah or like this is uh yes, slash maybe like give me a little bit of a break or maybe don't be so harsh on this, that type of thing, so mm, okay, there is some of that where it's like this is why I shouldn't have a really long prison stint mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right here's 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 my mitigating
1: why. circumstances,
0: yeah, yes, so he. There is some of that, and like I said, with with quotes that I read from him, I don't always like give some of these people that are like this the um, like a big voice in things. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it's it's interesting to consider from his perspective. And so we've talked about this before, probably not in a little while since we've changed our format. But anyone with a mental illness, it's easy for someone who's logical and rational and in the right state of mind to look at them and what they're doing and what they're saying and go like, no, that's that. Yeah. Like, that's wrong. End of story. Done. That doesn't mm-hmm. correlate. It doesn't like, it doesn't match. It's easy for us to do that. But when you consider from their perspective and like we've talked about, you know, if I found out that I'm schizophrenic and I'm not actually talking to my sister, I'm talking yeah. to myself,
1: I'd be like, no, <laughs> right. Like, so. But we've had so many, Oh yeah. Yeah. Which, which would be horrifying. Just caveat. If it was just like my own voice back and forth. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like these weird pauses or Mm -hmm. you know, responses. I can't say, yeah, that would be
0: so bizarre. But Mm -hmm. all that to say, like it's easy, it's easy for someone else to look at that and go, no. But if you're in it and if you really believe these things, Mm -hmm. then it makes sense like why kind of the next things come. You know. But so so there's that piece. All that to again, all that to say when I'm quoting him, just keep that in mind. So Uh, When Brooks was talking about his mom in this letter, he also said that his mom was Christian. She had Southern roots and she tried to steer him away from trouble on the streets, but he did end up following in his father's footsteps. He eventually became an addict himself and also a habitual Hmm. domestic abuser. So he followed really in his dad's footsteps. Oh yeah. He
1: read the manual cover to cover. Right. Hmm.
0: He was prone to violence and making threats. He also... This is going to be uh, interesting later, but he has used Mm -hmm. a vehicle as a weapon on numerous occasions.
1: Cool. Why does he have a license? Why did he? I guess. Yep. We'll talk about it. Well, it's not like he wouldn't have a car. You know what I'm saying? license or not. It would have been like. uh, Yeah, I know. Totally. Yeah. But
0: in in this letter to the judge, again, this is in 2007, which we'll talk about why he's writing this particular letter. But Mm -hmm. he talked to the judge that he wanted to know what it was like to quote um, sorry. He said he knew what it was like to quote, "Have your own flesh and blood walk out on you." Mm. Then he claimed that he wanted to give his kids something that he
1: had never had, which was a father. Sir, your actions after the fact <laughs> indicate that that is not truthful.
0: <laughs> yes. So, interestingly, at the time that he was writing this letter to this judge. He had actually already abandoned his
1: first baby. Man. So he's, so he's justifying his actions and he's a damn liar. That's, that's mm-hmm. what that means.
0: Yeah. You cool. should let me out because I have, a ba- I have a kid and I want to be a father because I never had a father. But he had already walked away.
1: Mm-mm. So Mm-mm.
0: here's his history. Here's his pattern. So the mom of, of this first child, the baby was three months old when he when he disappeared. The mom says, quote, cool. oh, he just disappeared. I've done all of this on my own. I've raised this child by myself.
1: Oh, so, I hate I hate when people use children as bargaining chips. Oh, it makes me angry.
0: Especially when they
1: don't actually like mean it. Like yeah. it's just
0: totally different this. from
1: yeah. this was my eye opening experience. Let me go through. I don't know drug court, all these things to like you know do the Mm -hmm. AA, NA, whatever, get my life back on track and exactly you know. But I guess then the other part of me goes, "How you don't know that they're not being truthful until they're show them." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, I know it's a hard road to cut in half type of thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. No, it's, there's never, it's, I feel like there's never an easy answer. No. So let's talk a little bit about his life of crime. Uh, lit- and I, I mean, I don't use that as a cliche. Oh, flippantly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean that. So his first um, felony charge came when he was 17 years old Cool. in yep. 1999. It was for a substantial battery intending bodily harm for this, he was given three. Sorry,
1: well done. Three years
0: of probation. I almost said three months, and I was like, "What? No.
1: Wait, a felony <laughs> assault? He got three years probation." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, I need to move to Milwaukee because if I ever get <laughs> in a fight, I'm fine. <laughs> right. Um, So let me,
0: I have two, I have two sources that I'm looking at. So he receives the three years probation in a battery case, and he's supposed to serve six months in the house of correction after he pled guilty. Okay. Okay. And then he shortly after, so in 2002, 2000, 2003, Hmm. 2002, 2003, I'll say (laughs) he was again, uh, tangled up with the law, um, because he, had, was hit with two misdemeanor charges for two separate incidents. So again, one in 2002, one in 2003. These are low level crimes or they were considered at the time, but one of them was marijuana possession and the other one was misdemeanor obstruction. Um, I believe this one is he like uh, obstructed justice because he didn't share or say some or tell something to the police or something like that. So he like, you know, obstructed
1: okay so So he had information and he didn't
0: yeah yeah it was something like that but he wasn't like allowing it you know how they say the investigation to continue or whatever so that was Mm -hmm. his 2002 2003 like i said low level misdemeanor charges he was sentenced to a total of 70 days for this then he did serve that again he was still supposed to be on probation Hmm. but he ended up moving to Reno, Nevada.
1: Which, I mean, obviously you've gotten off light. Why would you go there? You really want to be dressed in pink and put out in tents in the desert? Actually, I think that might've been before that happened, but either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I should say, hold on.
0: So he was actually charged. Oh no, I'm sorry. So the charge for obstruction came right before he left. So early, late 2004, early 2005. He failed to appear in court. Mm. The judge issued a bench warrant, but Mm. then he ended up going to Nevada in 2005. So all of this was kind of catching up with him, and he was like, "Peace, swoop, swoop. yeah." So he moves to Reno, Nevada. He wants a bit of a fresh start. Oh, (laughs) and then within a year of being there, he gets charged with statutory sexual seduction and contributing to the delinquency of a minor after he raped and impregnated a teenage girl. Oh, man. Now, he I've seen both that she was 15 and I've seen that she was 16. I don't know if it's because maybe she was 15 but then got pregnant and then 16 when she had the baby. Hmm. I don't know that much, but all I know is that he claims he... Uh, that she told him that she was 18. So I have a little quote hey. on this. This <laughs> is, uh, I'm going to read you this quote. Um, this was on a video that he posted to Twitter. Okay. Oh, so this cool. is a direct quote, but the article I got this from the tagline is hilarious. So I'm going to read you the quote and then I'll read you the tagline. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. So he says, quote, And then as soon as we fall out, all of a sudden, now I'm a pedophile. Let me explain that. (laughs) Now, again, he posted this in 2016. Okay. So he said, let me explain that. 10 years ago, 2006, I caught a case with my oldest daughter's mama. Yes, baby mama. She's from Oakland. Again, this is a video. So you just have to like picture that he's kind of ram
1: narrating. Ram- yeah. In his arms. Yeah. who knows?
0: She's from Oakland. I was busting moves in Nevada. I met oh. the bitch. This is a direct. Oh. Pro- oh, okay. I met the bitch. She said, you want to get down? So I'm pipping on the bitch. Pimping <laughs> on the bitch. I take her to Nevada. You know what I'm saying? I get cracked. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know the bitch was 16 at the time. Nah, nah. I gotta say I get cracked like I just love that I get cracked you know what I mean like you know you I, know I, I get, get picked up <laughs> like
1: man I didn't was... know she
0: was 16 at the time now like mm-hmm. I said he says 16 a lot some places say 15 but either way she's a minor she's a she's a minor so and here's he, the
1: I, I feel like dudes tar- at this point should start to like check ID oh like- right hello I mean, Don't honestly, them. I know there it's, is no excuse. Now a lot of like I have worked with you know young people who do not look their age. Yeah. I am not excusing any of this, but totally. you're like, you know, when I look at pictures from this is how I dressed when I was uh, in sixth oh, yeah. grade back in <laughs> 1988 or whatever, and I'm like, yes, and yes, you're like sixth graders now, and, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, okay. so I get people do not look their age and I do not know Mm -hmm. why, but check ID. Yeah. No,
0: I, I mean, for real. So then the tagline or the, the little like, you know, thing that they like after a quote, this cracks Mm -hmm. me up. So it says Daryl Brooks in an old Twitter video from 2016 admitting that he's a pedophile. (laughs) Oh no.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Done. (laughs) So I like that he's like, I'm not. And then the little tag is like, he's admitting he's a pedophile. (laughs) So that made me laugh. Okay. So. He's charged with these crimes. Let me check my other one. So I literally, because of his life, literally of all of his convictions, there is a, an article that is posted that is literally just a timeline of all of his crimes.
1: Oh my God. Seriously. So
0: I'm, re- I'm going, I have this, this, I have like two articles that I'm referencing for a lot of information. And then I have this one and then I have one more that I'm going to be flipping to. But when you hear me saying, let me check my other source. That's why. So he's convicted. This is in Sparks, Nevada as well, um, or at least the girl was. So there's a, there's right. He was in Reno and Sparks and I think they're close to each other, but I'm not the distance person. So I didn't check because I do not care about
1: those things.
0: I get it. Uh, So, um, Okay. So this happened in, in 2000, he moved there in 2005, in 2006, he was convicted of this, right? So you know that there's obviously thing proceedings Mm -hmm. that has to happen for him to get there. It says that he settles the case by pleading guilty. He was also ordered though, not to contact the victim, right? So they're like, you don't get to, uh, he pled guilty, but they're like, you don't get to do that. He also was supposed to register as a sex offender. So that comes up later. Um, he also violated those. So even though he was ordered not to contact this, this girl anymore, he violated that a number of times. He would, would repeatedly call her. He would use a stolen phone or get like a different SIM card. He um, also one time followed her to a bus stop and confronted her. Cool. Um, then after all of this, so again, like violating the order, um, of no contact, he was, uh sent back to jail. So now he's spent 129 days in jail for oh
1: this. Oh my gosh. Oh, and they're about four miles apart from each other, just so you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. So real close. Um, So that makes more sense. So 129 days. So that's a, just about four months in jail for violating this order not to contact his rape victim. hmm And... And again, he was um, forced to register as a sex sex offender in the state of Nevada, right? Now, in 2006, 2007, this is when he wrote that letter. So the letter that I was quoting from. So he wrote a letter to the judge and he asked for more credit for the time that he had served. In his letter, again, he said that he grew up in Milwaukee without a father, and he was hospitalized for mental health at the age of 12. So mm-hmm. that was his plea to like, hey, essentially, can I get out sooner? Can you count time served dah, dah,
1: dah, when all this was happening? I don't feel like that's a strong argument in your defense. No. You know, to, and also like, I don't s- know that
0: I want to let you out.
1: Yeah. Well, especially if he's not following up with, you know, now I'm in yes. XYZ classes. I have been placed on medication, yep. nope. you know no knocks, obviously and, and against me. mental health but yes you have to if you've shown yourself to be violent you almost have to qualify then yourself for why yeah. you should not you be you have to try you know?
0: yeah you have to try a little harder i think in that direction and also <clears throat> like of a a conviction statutory rape right mm-hmm. and whatever the other one i forgot now the uh delinquency like um contributing to, to delinquency of a minor right
1: mm-hmm.
0: out of all of that if the two biggest takeaways are you don't talk to this girl and you register as a sex offender like you don't, you mess don't that do up. It. like first of all that's easy peasy like that's that's getting off easy but second of all don't freaking do it like hello and so the fact many, that he, many different avenues you yes idiot. like and so the fact that it's like he the as simple as that he couldn't follow that direction is to me like ugh, so okay. problematic. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, who? okay. So he writes that's the letter, though. That's the letter to the judge. Okay. And also, by the way, this is when he was trying to say, right? Like, well, I want to give my kid a father, but he was not. I'm not even in the same it state as my life, kid. Right.
1: Or, well, he did. Oh, no, they he are. He said he got this one pregnant. Yeah. Okay. This is the girl well, he got yeah. pregnant.
0: Um, and, and so again, he's not, he's not supposed to talk with her, but he could still be in the child's life, but he mm-hmm. chose not to, and then was like, but you need to let me be a father, you know, so okay. I, okay, so as a result of the conviction, like we said, he was forced to register as a sex offender, and which they did make him do, he did not want to do before. He also, in 2007, um, participated in a documentary called Crystal Darkness. Okay. It has interviews with Daryl Brooks while he was in jail in Reno, Nevada. He says, quote, you actually become the drug. You're not being, you're not a human being anymore. So they were talking about obviously like people that had addiction and they were doing this documentary with people in prison. Now, this is interesting. The filmmaker Mm -hmm. of this documentary, again, it's called Crystal Darkness. This was back in 2007. His name, the filmmaker's name is Logan Needham. Needham. I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: Needham. <laughs> I, <laughs> I read that I, before and literally did not make that connection until I know.
1: <laughs> I need him. Oh, Lord. Casey. Needham.
0: Okay. <laughs> so he, the filmmaker, or, or Daryl told the filmmaker, Logan, about like his struggles, about his, his methamphetamine addiction, and his mm-hmm. failure as a father, obviously, so at least he kind of recognized it. And the mm-hmm. filmmaker said, quote, oh, sorry. He said in the film, quote, I thought I would be this wonderful father, the greatest dad ever. I'm going to give him everything that I didn't have. And Mm. then it's like reality setting in, you actually become the drug, right? So then that's where he says, you're not a human being anymore. Um, Logan tells uh, news news agencies that Mm -hmm. he actually really believed Brooks. He said that he seemed really genuine. He thought that he really wanted to turn his life around. He said, quote, we've interviewed people who killed and did other really bad stuff. And now they were reaping the consequences from that. It was always very sad, but with Daryl, I felt like he was definitely remorse. I think he felt bad about his decisions and he had, I'm sorry. I think he felt bad about the decisions he had made to land him where he was. So So he's very convincing is
1: what that is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. At the very least, he's very convincing Mm. or he really felt it. It was just not enough for him to do anything about it, which is obviously the result, right? So I think there's, I think that's where it gets to this line of, okay, you can have the best of intentions, right? Mm-hmm. Like I intend to be better. I intend to like improve myself and all of that. But if you don't actually do it, it kind of doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, no, I would love to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not enough to not eat like tacos and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Or or go run. Oh, running. Just, you know, like. Sure. Okay, yeah, and, so and I know this, addiction is is much much different. It's whole, get yeah, it's a whole different animal for sure. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm not downplaying that necessarily, but you're right. Where it's like, but then then you don't get the luxury of using a human life as a bargaining chip yeah. if you are not at the place where drugs are not going to continue to control you right. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: it, 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 right, and and like for me okay you want to do something you want to be a good father you want to turn everything around but not enough and mm-hmm. that's just that's just where it ends you know like you said I think a lot of people want to lose weight but maybe not enough to actually do something about it you know and oh, that's where no. just
1: like yeah no okay you can, you can we're running <laughs> simple easy easy peasy done like <laughs> yeah
0: and so this is a, a small short tangent but obviously I think I told you monica but for the last day of work, for us, obviously, before a break, we went on this hike in Malibu, (laughs) Malibu beach. And it was beautiful, right? It was nice. The weather was nice. Uh, It was, it was gorgeous. And, but it was a two and a half mile hike. And I was (laughs) flipping sore until probably now. So what day is it? I, so it's been five days and I'm still (laughs) like, I feel like my muscles are still a little bit like, "Hmm, they they could be, if I do anything else, it could be sore again. It's
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: like, legitimately. And I kept saying to these people, these coworkers, I was like, three three you I know <laughs> they were like, we've got point 0.3 miles. And I was like,
1: what, <laughs> what? Yeah, literally.
0: <laughs> and then I kept saying to them, like, you know, I don't exercise, right? Like if you hear me uh, heavy breathing, it's because I never do this. So anyways,
1: <laughs> I did survive though. It ended up being really fun. It's, and, and it does make you uh, understand or help to appreciate why people pay that premium to live in the Malibu area. And so then, and I get, especially having had, you know, having moved now where people pay the premium to live in California yeah. because, you know, shoveling snow is not super fun. It's pretty to look at. Wow. Nope. Mm-hmm. And then you just have like eight foot berms of snow yeah, until I to fucking go do anything, side, April.
0: Right. <laughs> 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 just when you're driving by. Tell you're like, if you. I went into that... <laughs> You would be one of those people that they're like, we have to wait till spring to find her body. That's what I always think of. Dude,
1: I watched a video of someone having to, un- not in, in my part of Idaho, but uh, shovel out like a, a trash can. And trash cans are tall. And he was like, and I finally found the trash can. Now I'm going inside. Oh. Nope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And like, it, it was it's funny though, even earlier when me and you and, and our brother were texting. And it was like I have to winterize my house, and I was like, "You have to play. what?" Like, I'm like,
1: "You mean drip water?" It's, when it's 57 cold?
0: degrees outside for me right now. Like I'm sitting here in a tank top, and Monica has like a
1: sherpa-lined jacket. I, it on is. That's exactly what it is. I have no shit. I have a heater next to me. I'm
0: dying because the basement
1: gets cold, Casey. It gets cold, you're and buried I'm buried
0: under freaking snow, Monica. My word.
1: I, I don't know what you're talking about mom made me laugh like i had the window open because i was like oh it's a little
0: stuffy in here (laughs) with my
1: tank top on dude so last last bit of the tangent um Mm -hmm. but i I was chatting with mom earlier Mm -hmm. and she's you know for those that don't know she's in south carolina and she Mm -hmm. had one of those like "Ooh, it's i about to go inside. Cause we covered porch, you know, South Carolina. Like, cause it's a little nippy. I was like, what does that mean to you? Exactly. I feel like I'm going to go help Same in Vegas more. and I'm going to be like, Oh, how do people live here?
0: Like, yeah. You're going to die.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Back moving, to it. On. moving on. So in last thing about Logan, the filmmaker though, is he said over the years, he would sometimes get updates on inmates that he had interviewed or had been in the documentaries he said he kind of lost track of Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then mm-hmm. he said he was extremely shocked to hear that he was the person connected to this Christmas parade tragedy. So there's mm. that. Now he also, after this, after this uh, short, what I feel short, four months in prison in 2007, oh, yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. those crimes in 2009. And then again, in 2011, he, or in between this time, mm. So we've talked about this before too, but you can just tell things are escalating. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's the point here, right? That's the point that I feel like nobody sat down and was like, look at what these are probably marked steps exactly. up. Okay, cool. Right. So that's what this is going to be. So in between 2009, and 2011, he had been, he was literally in and out of jail mm. for a series of crimes. Okay. So let me come over here. Um, also in 2009, he went back to Wisconsin until um, Milwaukee. So let's see. He had crimes during this time that included resisting or resisting arrest and, and obstructing an officer. He also had crimes for
1: strangulation and suffocation. No, I okay. mean so implies that nobody died, but no one died. He did not on. kill anyone. Mm-hmm. I, so I want to see if I how what why no. wasn't there a post on that for like tumblr or tiktok or whatever whatever you was using back at that time like nah i just TikTok, choked a no. bitch i mean not like she Do died I... like what the... yeah y'all, y'all did you die
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like Awful. one of my favorite it's one of my favorite quotes what's that movie oh, I hangover or whatever where they're like you just you almost killed me but did you die
1: oh yes okay. i think you might be right mm-hmm. so let me go back here.
0: Okay. So, so one <laughs> of the thing I can't find it now. Um, I feel like I might find it, but one of the things with this strangulation slash suffocation, I think is that he had confronted somebody or like did something, Try to, um, he was confronting someone and he ended up like pushing her to the ground and like choking, like strangling her, didn't kill her. Like she was okay, obviously, but That's what it was. And so it wasn't like a, I'm hiding in your house and I'm going to come up and choke you. It was like a, in the moment, he did the moment type thing. Shut up,
1: bitch. Like that type of thing. Exactly. Yes. But still he, Mm -mm. he
0: strangled this poor lady. Then in 2011 (laughs) during a bust, right. So he was pulled over. He was charged with resisting or obstructing an officer for a second time because he was, um, Okay, anyway, so he was pulled over at this time in 2011 for not wearing a seatbelt. As you do. As you do. So during the traffic stop, a Milwaukee police officer ended up jumping inside his car because he feared that he was going to be run over.
1: Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So this makes the second vehicular... Assault type of this thing. This is
0: the first, actually. There's going to be oh, another okay, one after okay. this, and that happened. So there's two before we get to obviously this this mm, one,
1: the big one, Ugh.
0: the big one. So he said, "quote As Brooks began to drive away, sorry, yeah, as Brooks began to drive away while the officer was talking to him, the officer got inside the car and tried to get control of the steering wheel." because again, I don't know if it was one of those things that the officer was like coming around the car and Mm -hmm. he started going. And so he like jumped in the car because he thought he was going to get run over. Oh
1: my God.
0: Eventually the officer was able to stop the car and get the keys out of the car. He then, um, or as he was removing the keys, Brooks ran away.
1: So as you do,
0: he was later found hiding in a children's playhouse on the same block. So this mofo did not even go far. (laughs) was just like this is good I'll just hide in this kid's house this little play
1: No, and then the Baby. poor kids like mom mom
0: there's someone in that I know can you imagine I would like torch I would I don't have a, a playhouse outside for my kids <laughs> but if I did I would like destroy it after this I think and not not for any reason but just for the heebie-jeebies you know it just <laughs> like it would creep me out okay Anywho, so he was taken into custody, obviously. Well, Um, during this time, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so in 2010 is when he had the strangulation charge. It was with battery and criminal damage to property. A woman told police that he shoved her to the ground during an argument and grabbed her throat. So there's that one. mm -hmm. Then later, a few months, six months later, literally, he, that's, he pleads no contest to the strangulation. He's still found guilty. The other counts are dismissed as part of the plea agreement for this. He's sentenced to 90 days in jail mm. with a work release and three years probation.
1: Mm-mm. But
0: then in 2011, so early in 2011, he is resisting an officer, da, da, da. So that's when he's driving away with the officer in his car and then runs away. Oh, my gosh. Um, like I, then... Mm-hmm. Again, later that year, um, a few months later in 2011, his probation is revoked from the strangulation case, and he's sent to jail for 11 months. Finally. Finally. Um, Then, let me go back here. He, um, then a few months after that, so now we're in early 2012, he pleads guilty in the resisting case, right, so where he almost ran over the officer. He is sentenced to, how many days? How many days do you think? For oh. resisting officer dr- driving away with an, o- like, you know, during a stop driving mm-hmm. away and, um, obstructing, he obviously ran away and then was found and sent. So how many days in this case where he's pleading guilty,
1: how many days in prison? Well, if he only got 11 months for the one was on probation for all of the others, I, I'm going to say it's something probably shocking, like 30 to 60
0: 37 days see bullshit for almost running over a police officer Mm -mm. nope okay so 37 days for that uh let's see then that kind of takes us to november of 2012 they did a a sex offender sweep in nevada sex offender sweep which sounds exactly
1: how it is (laughs) really what it is
0: it sounds funny, but yes, it is exactly what it is. So basically they were looking for, you're supposed to be registered as a sex offender. Are you registered as a sex offender? And are you, uh, is your like address current? Gotcha. Okay.
1: So. I'm so sorry. So I, I don't care if people hear this. I dragged the dog down here. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. Summer's asleep and I forgot Casey. because She wasn't. <laughs> and she touched me. I saw a shadow. <laughs> Because the house is haunted. It I was like, so shadow people. And then, like, and then the dog comes up as I'm processing the shadow that I'm like, is <laughs> am I going to die? And she touches my arm and it scared the absolute crap out of me. I saw uh, you do that, but I thought,
0: oh, I mean, I like, I thought, I immediately was like, oh, the dog, like, nudged her and you were, were Yeah. I, I mean, didn't realize you fun that you were like, that
1: you're get living her in her. a haunted house again. So, cool. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Okay. Next time, Monica. Hmm. Maybe vet your home before you buy it a little more. Girl, he
1: didn't die in here.
0: It doesn't matter,
1: obviously. Well, I mean, fair.
0: <laughs> that shit don't matter. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so now we're back to 2016. Is that right? I believe like so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sex Offender Sweep, he had provided a false address, and he was tagged for that. Okay?
1: Then... I see. I wonder how they found him if he didn't give them the appropriate address. Because they
0: go, they'll go to the address Mm -hmm. to look for them.
1: Right. And then they'll find that they're not there. So then how Mm -hmm. do they find him following that? You know?
0: That's a good question. Cause honestly, all it says anytime I've read about this is it just says that he was busted again for failing to register as a sex offender.
1: Yeah. See, but I don't then know. It's one of the insider said, secrets or something, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they might just track him down. You know, you'd be like, well, where is he? And then, oh, mm-hmm. maybe he went back. But then it does say that police in Nevada arrest him. And so I, but I don't think he moved back to Nevada. So that part, it's unclear. I've seen it both where hmm. he was just like tagged for it. But still, hmm. you know, I don't know. Um,
1: A strange, I don't know.
0: Okay. So either way, though, he was uh he posted bail for this okay this was in 2016 so I, I feel he like that not an
1: option anymore
0: agreed totally agreed Wait. so he posts bail and then later fails to appear in court I, and then a warrant was issued for his arrest um oh here it even says it here so it's it's unclear exactly when he moved back to wisconsin mm. so maybe he was kind of back and forth But once he did go back to Wisconsin, he was supposed to register within 10 days and then he never did. So, Mm. um, and because he never did that and they never knew of his sex offender, uh, status in Nevada when they arrested him or when they picked him up all these other times, like that never triggered, you know what I mean? And it took Nevada until 2012 to even
1: do a sweep. Well, man.
0: So literally in Wisconsin, no one knew that he was supposed to be registered as a sex offender until all of this came up, which I thought That's was That's insane. We need
1: better mm-hmm. communication between departments.
0: I, part of me, sh- I, like I wanted Nevada to be like, um.
1: Can I have him back,
0: please? Do you, ha- yeah. Do you have him? Is he there? Can you find him? Because he's supposed to be a sex offender. Like if I'm like, he's not in this place that he said he would be and he's not registered anywhere else now. Like mm-hmm. I wanted them to be like,
1: do you have him? Is he over there? Well, that and also this this fool must be driving, right? Because he's certainly not flying because I feel like that would probably pop somewhere like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a long drive. Yeah, it is. Okay, so
0: uh, let's see. And then in July of 2020, so we kind of but from 2016 to 2020, we don't hear much. But I got to say, like he comes back in 2020 with a vengeance. And so it does not. I feel like maybe he made up for lost time. Oh, maybe. That's what I'm or maybe he just didn't caught, get caught for the other things, you know? Uh, yeah, probably. So in July of 2020, he is accused of shooting at a relative and the relative's friend during an argument. No one was injured, oh, but good. apparently it says that he and his nephew, so he supposedly or apparently filed a... filed fired fired a gun <laughs> at his nephew or in the direction of his nephew due to a fight over a cell phone um cool. the nephew told police that he got into his friend's car after the argument and they were starting to drive away that's when his uncle daryl walked into the yard with a gun and fired a shot at them obviously they were afraid
1: <laughs> they were well like, oh shit,
0: he's firing at us over a so cell then- phone
1: Man, I know that's a and fool so, that's ready to go to jail to like today.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. And obviously he's not supposed to have, he's not supposed to be in possession of a firearm because he's a felon. So later that day, um, officers find him with a stolen Beretta nine millimeter handgun, as well as a clear plastic baggie with three multicolored methamphetamine pills inside. Cool. So he's busted. Once again, now he has, let's see, um, two counts of, uh, he's charged with two counts of secondary recklessly endangering safety and one count of obviously the, like I said, the felon that's in possession of a firearm. Mm. Now this is July of 2020. So this is where I get mad at his public defenders. Okay. Okay. So his... They initially recommend the prosecutor recommends a bail of fifteen thousand dollars, okay? In July of twenty twenty. So okay. keep in mind the time frame and the pandemic, okay? Yeah. Now there his attorney asks the judge to follow the pretrial risk assessment, which recommends a signature bond. Um, which obviously it's so that means that there's a promise to appear with a monetary penalty if you don't right? Okay. And then they said, or can you set the bail to $500? 500? uh Uh-huh. 500. Yeah. The judge at the time ends up setting the bail at 10,000, but there's so, so obviously prosecution wants like Mm -hmm. way on this end. And then his, his attorney wants way on this end. The judge sets it at $10,000. Okay. Okay. A month later, well, not even less than a month. So in August, so we're end of July now in the beginning of August, Hmm. he enters a speedy trial demand.
1: Oh, come on.
0: Okay. But tell me how (sighs) many court cases in 2020, when we're still trying to figure the world out, how many are actually getting processed. Could, exactly. How mm-hmm. can we actually give
1: a speedy trial?
0: No one can. Everything's like on hold.
1: Yeah. And then how many like months is it just, oh, oh, Susan, you're on mute. <laughs> Susan, we know we can't hear you. No, the other mute. Okay.
0: No, the Zoom link. You have to accept
1: the Zoom link. No, and then there's no, a code. Okay, so one. we're going to have yeah. to reschedule. Yeah. Like, dude, this, this was not an... <sighs> Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is, is that it's a guarantee, you know, a reasonable time frame for, for being processed. It's a guarantee. And so we can't smart play. It.
0: I know. and That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm like, I get it. I freaking get it. But and that was smart. I, I mean, smart, smart, but honestly, I didn't
1: want him to do it. Like I like, no, and the, I well, then it, it makes me question whether or not they had access to everything. Like, you know, they did know. Oh,
0: oh yeah. No, they didn't. But either way, I feel like how many attorneys and how many judges were like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like just
1: people just walked because they're like, all right, you know, you're right. Fine. Get, get the hell out of And
0: what else could we do though? And that was the other thing is like, what else can we do? Okay. So about a week later, his attorney then argues for a lower bail. So the judge um, agrees (laughs) and brings it down to 7,500. Okay. Okay. Mm. Then in February. So he's there for a few months. So from August to February of twenty twenty one, he's scheduled for a jury trial, but his trial cannot proceed because of another trial going on in the courtroom. And again, it's not like all these courtroom like courthouses have multiple rooms where you could like have Mm -hmm. trials going on at once. So then, his case is postponed again. The bail is now lowered again to five hundred dollars, which
1: he wow, posts. I feel like that's a big. If someone dropped my debt from seventy-five hundred to five hundred, I'd be like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm paying that shit right now." I'd be jumping, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, he, he paid it.
0: Wow. So then, which again, you know, none of none of that
1: I like. Okay. But again, it was, it's, it's it was pandemic world. What were they supposed yes. to do? And how many other people are out there Did or the have committed crimes that they had just a uh, free yep. reign at that point.
0: And not to mention, he was facing 10 years in prison for this crime. But again, in, which is like the, the worst he's ever gotten so far. But because the court was unable to guarantee a speedy trial mm-hmm. due to the backlog of cases and because of COVID nineteen, he was released in February of 2021 on five hundred dollars bail. Okay. Oh my gosh! Okay, none of that is cool. No, i no. mention. Okay, so in March of 2021, um, they the what uh, the county Wau- Wau- Tell me again, Wakisha, Wakisha,
1: Wakisha. There we go waukesha
0: county asks
1: (laughs) the the second you started to say it wrong i was like like, now i can't remember
0: (laughs) i know in my brain i was like oh shit i forgot okay the the prosecutor asks for him to be found in contempt of court and violation of his court orders especially now they're bringing back his child support stuff right because he hasn't been paying child support Mm -hmm. he gets a stayed sentence of 120 days in jail with work release privileges to be imposed at any time in the next two years if he does not make his monthly payments. And so that's kind of like in the background, but honestly, to me, I don't feel like that means anything at this point.
1: Oh, no. And especially under work release, that means that they get to go check out of prison, jail, right. whatever facility mm-hmm. that they're at, go work, mm-hmm. check themselves back in, or mm-hmm. schedule their time, Casey, on when they mm-hmm. want to be in jail.
0: Yes, exactly. So it, so it says at any 120 days, any time in the next two years.
1: See, nope.
0: Yep. Okay. So. Uh, he's going to procrastinate now, and then
1: do it all at the same time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got to go now. That's how any of us would do it. Okay. And so now we start getting hit with like, do, 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 do. things just starts piling up. And again, this is 2020 to his crime in 2021 was like an extreme escalation and he did it quickly. Okay. So after he's released, he goes to Georgia. Okay. Okay. So he is arrested. He, in May of 2021. So just let's keep that straight in March. He's released
1: Mm -hmm.
0: from Wisconsin, from jail in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. in May. He's in Georgia. So he's only, who knows how long he's been. He's been there maybe for two months. If he like went right after, maybe a month. So he's in Georgia now and he's arrested. So May, 2021, um, he's arrested by
1: police in union city, Georgia in a domestic violence case. Wow. And he just doesn't like waste any time and like just finding someone to, mm -mm.
0: A man tells police that he confronted Brooks after hearing what sounded like um, someone beating up a woman on the other side of the wall in a hotel. So someone actually tried to step in, which, like, kudos to that guy.
1: Yeah, for real. So the
0: next day, the next day, so Georgia is not messing around. The next day, Brooks makes his first court appearance in Georgia. He receives a signature bond, meaning he signed a document promising to show up for future court dates yay and his history indicates that he totally will so then he misses an october 21 court date because like no one could see that coming
1: Ugh. okay sorry it's just it's just annoying i just i mean any any part of this history especially his failure to appear parts would indicate that this is not a good idea (laughs) right none of that's a
0: good idea okay So then in June of 2021, he appears in Milwaukee County court in person with his attorney Hmm. for a status hearing in the 2020 shooting attempt case. Okay. Okay. So he shows up in person. A week later, his trial is scheduled to start. So June 28th of 2021. Okay. Instead, the trial is again postponed due to court congestion meaning other cases need to be heard in the courtroom first. (sighs) Okay. Okay. So then that takes us to November of 2021. A woman tells Milwaukee police that bricks punched her and drove over her leg Ah! during an argument at a gas station. Oh, come on. Mm hmm. So hold on. Let me see. Um, Here we are. Okay, so some some reports have said that this is an ex girlfriend, but I'm not. That's pending. I don't know. Mm. Okay, so apparently he accosted the woman. Maybe his ex girlfriend. Maybe not. Um, He. It says that he knocked her cell phone out of her hand, and then went after her in his Ford Escape, his red Ford Escape, Mm. when she started to run away. It said that he caught up with her at a gas station. So she like you know, drove away, um, it's, which is about a half a mile from the hotel motel. I should say, um, Holiday he demanded in. that she, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, Why, thank you. I was very
1: he demanded
0: that. that she get in the car and when she refused, he struck her in the face and then ran over her with his car. I just, <sighs> okay. Now, thankfully she only, um, he only kind of caught the edge of her leg
1: like crypto um, type of thing or Yeah.
0: So okay. it's it sounds like basically it says that she was left with swelling to her lip, dried blood on her face, and tire track tire tracks on her pant leg. Oh my god. But it doesn't sound like he like really got like didn't break any bones, like it wasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Not oh, that that no. makes it any better. I'm just thankful to the for the woman that like she was not like seriously injured. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So the ex girlfriend later told cops that he had allegedly threatened to kill her on multiple occasions. No surprise there. No. He also had previously tried to choke her. Um, she said that he was jealous and controlling. He denies the allegations and said that the woman made them up because she was drunk. Cool. So, you know how that goes. I, um, let's see. I'm going to finish up November. So it's like I'm trying to figure out the best way to, <clears throat> okay, to lead up to this because obviously the biggest crime happens in November. Mm-hmm. So November 2021, um, we said that he. So November 2nd is when he drove. He ran over his ex girlfriend or whoever this lady was to yeah. him. And on November 3rd, so the next day, he calls his mother from the county jail, says that the prosecutors can't pursue the domestic violence case, sorry, the domestic violence case, if the victim doesn't cooperate. But obviously, the jail calls are all recorded. November 4th, (sighs) the next day, he calls the victim in the domestic violence case. It is the first of several calls that he does, trying to get her to recant her account,
1: mm-hmm. also
0: trying to get her to convince her to not show up november 5th he's charged with running that's when he's officially charged with running over the woman at the gas station
1: oh he faces gosh.
0: counts of felony bail jumping second degree recklessly endangering safety resisting an officer disorderly conduct battery domestic abuse um assessments and then all of that's attached right the oh prosecutor looks at the bail that he had posted in 2020. He doubles it. Oh my gosh. A whopping $1,000. $1, cool. Not <sighs> noting that it was dropped several times. Mm-hmm. And that he has a laundry list of other stuff on him. Um, okay. So oh it says gosh. that he uh-huh. is at fairly high risk for release from jail. They recommend, um, obviously the prosecutor recommends, you um, Or or sorry, someone describes the prosecutor's recommendation for bail and all that as inappropriately low, quote unquote. Um, So obviously, they look back at this hindsight and say, oh, we probably should have done more. I think we messed up. November 11th. Now, bless her. But I do believe that his mom is enabling. November 11th. So five days later, his mother posts his bail Mm -hmm. of $1,000. Mm-hmm. Ten days later, or no, I'm sorry, five days after that. So he's only out for five days. No, sorry. Five days later, he's released from jail. He has a hold on on him because of his open child support cases as Mm. well. Then he is taken um, to jail again. (laughs) So they let him out, but then they bring him back. He appears before the um, commissioner. The prosecutor wants jail time to be imposed immediately. Well, Brooks says he could not pay because he was in custody in Georgia. Um, the let's see, the uh, commissioner, the court commissioner, s- issues, a stay, which means they postpone his mm-hmm. jail time and <sighs> allow him to be released on his own recognizance in the paternity case. No one in court. Mm. No one in court that day checks his online checks the online court records, which showed that he had appeared they, that he had appeared in court in June, which is when he claimed he was in custody in Georgia. So, right, so they were like, "Well, you weren't paying your child support," and he's like, "Yeah, but I was from from April because... exactly from April to September, I was in Georgia, I was in prison." I couldn't pay. And that's why. So they were mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Well, I mean, obviously that makes sense. And then they check and they're like, Oh really? Cause you were here in oh, June my gosh. and no <laughs> one checked that ish. Okay. Now November, 2021, November 21st of 2021. Mm-hmm. So this is our, the day of, okay. <sighs> Daryl is involved in another domestic disturbance. Okay. E- let's see. Um, On around 4.35 p.m. that day, um, on Sunday, the police department are alerted to another domestic violence disturbance involving him and his ex-girlfriend. They were near, it's called White Rock School. By the time the cops get to the the location, it was Mm -hmm. too late. He was already gone. He gets in his car. He drives away from the school and drives straight towards the parade. (sighs)
1: <sighs> okay.
0: He smashes through the barricade and then he proceeds to drive through the, it says that through the revelers, the marchers, the, um, the parade people. So mm-hmm. everybody that was in the parade, he drives through the crowds. Um, it says that he was quote, had no emotion on his face. He left six people dead,
1: mm-hmm. many of
0: them, um, a little older, but the youngest victim, unfortunately was eight years old. Yeah, Jackson. Remember,
1: as you say, reading about that little boy
0: mm-hmm. and he, he was there with his baseball team. So it says that he, and, and also he is the one that, um, Jackson didn't, he didn't pass away right away. Mm. He passed away later. So the other victims that, um, that were killed that day are Tamara Carlson, um, Durand, Virginia Sorensen, Liana Owen, Will Willem or Bill Hospital, and Jane Coolidge, of course, like I said, Jackson Spark. Um is it Sparks. I'm sorry, Sparks. He, he ended up dying in the hospital. There were dozens more that were injured. Some of those people were also hospitalized. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the biggest things that people bring up is that it's not like there was one clump of people mm-hmm. and he drove into the clump and just got everybody at once. Um, a lot of them also talk about in, obviously in, in the court case of like, or in, you know, during the court case of like, he hit one, kept going, hit one, kept going, hit one, you know, so it was not yeah, like,
1: like thump, 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 thump.
0: right. It and- wasn't just like a broom, like I'm, I'm running into people. It was like, I'm, he I'm driving, I'm accelerating, had to I'm driving, forward. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, which is just I, I, like horrifying at any point could have stopped, you oh, know, yeah. it's just insane. <sighs> so he is now two days later, he's charged with all these felonies. I think the count was 76 felony charges. Oh my gosh. 76 charges.
1: Something high. Yeah.
0: Um, his bail is finally set at $5 million. Um, it's a little too late. Well, in my opinion, right now, a week later, they, um, obviously now they're starting to put all of the pieces together of all of the different things that he has going on. Cause he's got a lot of cases happening, mm-hmm. you know, kind of all at once. So then in December, his mother releases a statement offering condolences to the victims. Um, I mean, and what else do you do? Right. Like she emphasizes at this point, um, that her son has had a longstanding mental health, uh, issue or like a, a life of mental health. She says, quote, Daryl has suffered from mental health issues since he was very young. In those years he received counseling and was on medication. But when he became an adult, uh, a decision was made that he no longer suffered from a mental illness. And that decision left him with no insurance or financial means to pay for medication, mm.
1: even though it was necessary decision by whom, What? what by is she trying name. to imply that like some medical professional decided that he has no longer has a mental illness. Like it's absolutely absurd, but that's the mom. You know what I mean?
0: I don't, I don't believe mm. that at all either. Truthfully. Oh, um, no, it says, not. She added, quote, instead of offering help and resources... See, she's making see? excuses. Mm-hmm. She's yes. she's enabling him. Quote, instead of offering help and resources to combat the problem, a jail cell was given to him over and over again. Mm-hmm. When mental health is not properly treated, the person becomes sicker and sicker. I do agree with that. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it doesn't go away,
1: though. I don't know. Didn't you just... Okay, sure. Yeah. Maybe she was trying uh... to say that he decided that he no longer needed help. I don't know. That's what I think.
0: Um, it does say that in an interview, Brooks said that he feels like he, I, I just feel like I'm being a monster. I'm being demonized. Oh, I'm being targeted. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. Uh-huh. Okay. So he, let's see. <clears throat> in June of 2020, Oh, and also they tack on while he's in there, they just go ahead and tack on the domestic violence.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, so I like would it too it on there.
0: It's like let's yep. let's make sure this fold never gets out. Exactly. So in June of 2022, so now again we're coming to the very recent, he seeks to change his plea to not guilty by reason of in- I'm sorry, by reason of mental disease or defect, commonly known as the insanity plea. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Then um, in August of 2022, the judge rules against two different defense motions to dismiss
1: the case. Oh, no, um, no, and like, and that makes me angry too. Yeah, she was like, no, uh-uh. like, how? Why? Why do you think that it's no? These people's lives so, are worth less than yours. Like, so it
0: says that his attorneys considered an improper search of his jail sale, jail sale, um, in July. And they wanted to suppress his statements made to, nove- to investigators in November. So basically, like, he was opening his mouth. And and they think in July. But he, it's like, that was a different case. And so to me, I'm like, I don't care about that.
1: Yeah. Like, and also, why does that have any bearing on this now? Exactly. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Yep.
0: Okay. So then in September of 2022, his attorneys withdraw his insanity um, insanity defense. Because it says, no <laughs> that, yes, that court ordered psychiatric evaluations did not support his claim. There you go. So on that, hold on. I had another little article. Um, basically, it says that. Um, okay, so it says that his his plea claimed that mental health issues played a role in the car crash That Hmm. killed six people and injured um, 60 more. But um, the court finds that the defendant freely, voluntarily, and intelligently now withdraws the not guilty by reason of insanity plea. Um, It says that basically, like I said, that the court documents um, and the evaluations that were conducted do not back up what he's claiming. And Mm -hmm. so the the attorneys are like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Then uh later... Sorry, go ahead. Um, later that month in September of 2022, the judge, Judge Darrow, um, grants his request to represent
1: himself at the trial. That's what I was going to say. I thought though I, I didn't know tons about this, but peripherally, right? And I thought that I remember there being issues with him being like combative and like, oh. you know.
0: Mm, I, I will post, um, things like okay. there's pictures. I mean, like there, I saw this, it's not funny, but it did kind of make me snicker. Okay. Because it made me giggle because there's this one part where the prosecutor is trying to like say something and he's just like this. Oh, right. And he's like staring at like her just and she's bugging. like, yeah. And he's just like over in his space, but he's like staring at her like this. Okay, and then she's like, uh, "Your Honor, like, <laughs> basically, easy. like, he's looking at me." <laughs> and then he, she said, "You know, like, like he's looking at me in a minute, menacing way, which uh, yeah. he, I mean, he yeah. for sure was. Oh, yeah. Um, and and she said, and I don't know how this is like helpful or like you know contributing. And he was just like,
1: "It's not, bitch. Like, I just- know." <laughs> Like, what are you going to do about it though I mean and, and so so then the one that he I literally picture. had to
0: pause like he didn't move he didn't speak he just Mm-mm. stared at her and he was like literally like eyes all big and like mm. it was Mm-mm. creepy Mm-mm. um and basically they were like okay we're going to need to take a break or something cuz he's like not it, it was bizarre. Okay. So, Mm-mm. yeah. So, in September, she allows the two lawyers that were, were that had been representing him to withdraw. Yeah, which, of good. course, is, a mi- I mean, mixed reviews, right? Like, his mom is like, they shouldn't let him do that. Um,
1: uh, and it's highly abnormal. Yes. I, I don't know if it's, like, the but also, Wilson clause or something where it's, like, I'm going to represent myself. I forget. So, yeah. please don't at me. You know, but it's something that's, like, yeah. if, if they can show that they're competent at didn't Bundy do that as well or something like that. Yes, I He did. Yeah, okay. he did.
0: So in October, obviously the case, um, the trial begins and, you know, goes on and I do like, there are multiple clips, um, you know, of him just, just being just bizarre. I mean, he's just bizarre behavior, the things that he's doing, the things mm-hmm. that he's saying, it's like, yes. Oh, it's like insane. So he, like I said, he did have, um, 76 counts against him and he was found guilty on all 40 of I'm sorry. He was 40. Sorry. So he was 40. He was found guilty on all of the um, counts stemming from the attack, including obviously the homicide mm-hmm. accounts in there. Um, then he was given, I'm trying to find the exact number. It was like over 700 years is wow. what it ended up being. Um it was like 726 maybe I'm trying to find the exact number and now I can't for the life of me but I,
1: I want to say you're right and then like didn't they add something on that kind of pushed him up over um like a thousand or it was like a you know no no okay I don't think maybe so it was the seven centuries that I'm thinking of like <laughs> yeah
0: it was yeah and but I, I think it was like he got one life sentence for each of the six deaths. And then it was like the maximum for all of the other 70 charges, basically, you know, so it just like racked it up. Oh my um, gosh. But it was, it was over 700 years that he has been sentenced to. Um, it, It's yeah, it's just bizarre. And so I also post, here's a picture of the, the victims, the ones that passed I'm, away. Yes. I'll post that too. Yes. Um, I'm sure everyone's going to see. I sure
1: hope that he doesn't have access to as many um, appeals that he would typically if this were like a, a death row case type of thing.
0: You know? Well, he he has already said that he plans to appeal, wow. but of course, who knows? You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I'm i saying that now that I I think we're going to see a lot more from Daryl Brooks uh, mm. Jr., a.k.a. Math Boy Fly. Um, I, just, I think we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, sorry, and it was october twenty six. So this is just like two months ago now Mm-mm. that he would that everything came out that he was uh, given his sentencing and everything like that. So there we go. Um that is Daryl Brooks Jr. That is the Waukesha uh, Christmas parade attack. He has everything has come to an end here. Um, and he, is going to be in prison for a very long time. And honestly, I think even with any appeals, I don't think anything is going to change
1: and I don't think it should. No. Oh no, no. And, and I find it that much more problematic that like, I mean, people are going to use loopholes or arguments Mm -hmm. or whatever to try and, and indicate like, oh, I shouldn't be held accountable for X, Y, Z reason, you know, Mm -hmm. but like the, the insanity plea, right? Like is not was not designed for people like him and right. that's the part that i find incredibly disturbing just and and unconscionable. like it, it was for the people and in my opinion remains right for the people that like they are schizophrenic they have these truly heinous like brain issues for lack of a better any appropriate terminology that means that they are not able to evaluate the yeah. things going on around them in a way that, that makes sense and mm-hmm. results in whatever. Right. Like I just, right. It, and well, that, I, that, that stuff think, bothers me horribly.
0: Yeah. And I think that's like, usually what people lean on is like, do essentially, do you know right from wrong? Do you know that what you did was wrong? Mm-hmm. And so like we've talked about in, in previous cases in previous seasons where like people will, when they're schizophrenic or they're, they're really, really suffering from schizophrenia and they really believe that, that my neighbor down the street is the devil. Yeah. And so I am going to save the world mm-hmm. because I need to kill the devil. Like I I have an opportunity to, to take care of this and I will save the world, you know? And so they really believe that. And I think if you, if you were told devil, whatever it might be, but if you were told, hey. Like, um, I don't know. I'm from the future. <laughs> and, you know, you, if you kill that guy down the street, like you're going to say, you're going to save the next um, genocide. You're going to stop the next genocide. Yeah, and that's, if it that's was convincing enough, I'd be like, Oh,
1: is it, okay, could you show I, me proof? And, and that's maybe? the thing that I think yeah. people kind of then also fail to understand is that like their mind then comes up with proof. It fills right? it in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They so, make it make sense. Yes. Yes. Because, in their mind, you know, there'll, will be a secret coded message in the newspaper, you know, for when people used to read those or on the TV or whatever <laughs> used to read those. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. mom's yeah. age does. Sure. But <laughs> you know, so like these things, I mean, shoot, yeah. I read uh, or listened to, I don't remember now, but an interview with a guy who was going through a psychotic, like mental break episode mm-hmm. when he was in college and he ended up, and he didn't know what was going on. This this was not something yeah. that he'd ever experienced before. It's not like he wasn't taking his meds. He just right. snapped, like broke with reality. And he ended yeah. up running barefoot, this, this, this. And in his head, he's like, I was being chased. They were yeah. going to get me this yep. thing. And he ended up jumping off like a three-story building to evade and escape this like oh. very real event. You know, and so. Yeah, I, I, in
0: his mind, the, like if someone was legitimately chasing you. You would do that. Yes. And in his mind, that's exactly that's exactly,
1: happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but for this guy, and, and I guess I go back to my distance is key for me to intent with everything. He had, just like you said, the opportunity to stop yeah. at the first person and he continued yeah. forward. Like that distance is damning is what it is. You know?
0: Yes. Well, and like I said, like people describe it as like he accelerated, stopped, accelerated, stopped accelerated you know what I mean like it was not uh by any means like a boop and it's done mm-hmm. yeah. you know so um I just like and and the whole time they said that he had like I said blank expression no expression on his face he says that um you know I think he was quoted as saying something like I don't think people realize how um guilty I feel or how much I'm whatever Suffering. And I just, I find that stuff hard though. Cause I'm like, really though? Like, and he says, it's like, you can't, he almost like he couldn't, you can't understand where, well, like, like almost like he couldn't believe where he was finding himself. And I think in that sense, right. That he was, he had assaulted his ex-girlfriend at near the school. He knew the police were coming. He knows what he's got stacked against mm-hmm. him. And so I'm sure there was a part of his brain that was like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. I got to get away. But why, why is that where you chose to be? You know, and that's yeah. the piece that I'm like, I get it. I get if you were like fleeing. And if um someone crossed, tried to cross the street in a bicycle, like, and you were like, Ugh, I gotta go, you know, and mm-hmm. you hit that person. I, not that it's okay, obviously, but I get that more than, yeah. oh, there's a parade. Let me bash through the barricades and drive through some people. Yeah, like it just, it doesn't, I'm going to go ahead and go. Yeah. And that doesn't, to me, and that doesn't make sense. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can't say, like I said, you hit you, you're running, you're fleeing, you hit somebody on the street. I could see her you'd go. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe. Like, I can't believe I'm here. What is happening? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. How oh, I,
1: I versus, was just trying to get away. You know, the someone's exactly. trying to carjack me. I would say, exactly. You know, whatever. Yeah. But, versus,
0: mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I was, I was fleeing and then decided to run into a parade and kill six people or I as just, many people as I could. I have no idea. Um,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, last and, and we're bit not going to get a straight answer out of this fool. No, you know?
0: no. Cause no, he, he has no, he has obviously has no like ability to recognize, or I feel this is just my opinion, but to recognize and to really take responsibility for his actions. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's had um, a lifetime
1: of not having had to.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, and, why would uh, he and start a now? System,
0: exactly. And a system that kind of says, well, I guess it wasn't that bad. Well, just 500 bucks. You can get out, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, yeah, not that bad. Right.
1: I, I so just, last little
0: mm-hmm. bit, it was, these are just like, they, they call this as rhetoric or they count this as rhetoric, but it says that he was a, um, a black supremacist who, had posted a lot of anti-white and anti-police posts on Twitter. Um, after George Floyd's death, he became loosely affiliated with Black Lives Matter. Um, he admired Malcolm X. He actually made a rap song titled X, in which there, he paid homage to, the, um, to Malcolm X. He says that um, in, in this song, he talks about how he doesn't like Donald Trump. Um, and it says that at some point he was connected to the bra- black Hebrew Israelite movement. Oh, um, yeah. And then in 2015, it says that he shared posts on Facebook, one saying, quote, once world war three starts, people will start to realize that Hitler was right oh, about no. killing
1: the Jews. No.
0: So that's, that was his life. Now, again, this is all of this is before, mm. um, he, did, he ended up doing some of this, but that goes to show, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's easily influenced. Maybe he's just like sharing things. Maybe he's just looped into all of the, you know, the, whatever it is at the time, but that, that is him. This is about the look he was giving. This is not him at the time, but this is about the look he was giving the prosecutor lady.
1: Oh, that's like a eat your liver look. Oh yeah. Like, I mean like insane.
0: Um, so I'll post, I'll post pictures of him now. It's, it is interesting though. So he, most of his life like or like most of his adult life, he yeah. had these like, um, twists or dreads or braids. Um, they look more like twists. I don't think they're full dreads, but anyways,
1: see, and I was going to say just based on length, that it did look like dreads, but I, I didn't mean. Yeah.
0: Um, but he had long hair, but then when he appeared in court, it was shaved, you know, so he had shaved his hair. Um, so, anywho, I just. Oh there's our Throwback Thursday current event <laughs> story. Um,
1: just insane. it's Yeah. I, I, no, and, and go ahead, sorry.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, and honestly, all of it, it, it's just like none of it was necessary. And again, mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, he was in Nevada. He was in Georgia. He was in, obviously, Wisconsin. Like, at some point. I feel like all the things that he was doing was enough for any one of them to, to be like, okay, no, we got you. We're holding on to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no one did. And it's just like,
1: come on, you know, I just, and, and it's so easy to, to go back and like do the what if type of thing. And, yeah. you know, what if you had been flagged sooner? What if you had been held accountable or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's really a shame that, you said seven people, six people died, six people had to lose their lives Mm -hmm. to make sure this person can no longer menace people,
0: you know, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. And like I said, it's just, all of it is just really awful. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, it's just unfortunate. And like you said, though, it is obviously we're looking back at it and all the things that could have happened. But again, I just, these are the ones that I think like some people do one of these things and you're like, mm, you know, lock them up for yep. 20 years. And he did this so many, he did time over time after, or time after time after time, you know, again and again, and again, mm-hmm. and not one of them stuck as much as it could have. And that's the piece where I'm just like, seriously,
1: I just can't. So. And, and it's a random side note. I, did you ever mm-hmm. watch Shameless? No, I know. I couldn't really get into it. it. It took me a long time to get into it, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Um, I'm going to look up something real quick. But this made me <laughs> have a moment of like, oh, my God, it's like in Shameless when Frank keeps getting out of jail all oh. the time because it's overcrowded or, mm-hmm. you know, Mickey's oh, dad reasons. Yeah. gets, you know, released because he's old and it's overcrowded. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know... I know that some of these things that we spoof on are are spoofs for a reason, but also they're spoofs for a reason. Yeah. Like, because that's what happens. I just, yeah. And I know COVID didn't do anyone any favors in holding people accountable. No,
0: absolutely not. And, and unfortunately, like I saw, you know, there were people that would post things like, Oh, well, you know, if there's a burglary or whatever, like, Oh, nothing's going to happen. They're going to get out because no one's doing anything. And it's like, yeah, that's unfortunate but it's also true, you know? Yeah. And so I, it's just hard because that's really what was happening. And at a certain point I get it, but at another point I'm like, well, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, I know what I else know. can we, so it's just, well, he, it, he just kind of came to his ending of his crime streak out, like mm-hmm. the worst
1: time for life.
0: Um, I for just, the world. so.
1: Ugh, I, yeah. And so I think I'll, I'll end my piece on a joke. And this is what I thought of. Um, <laughs> And so not mine, obviously, I'm not this intelligent, okay. but I was watching yeah. a, a video of a, a comedian. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you were like, oh, he's into like this, 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 you know, conspiracy, yeah. whatever. And there was a comedian that I watched a video on and he's like, you know, I get where people don't get most oh. that one did you like have I told like, do you don't believe in one yeah one conspiracy I thing? lie to my kid all the time you yeah. think the United States is just telling the truth yeah, I have
0: seen that one Seth actually or <laughs> our brother actually sent it to me but it, it is cute because he's like I get I get that you wouldn't believe in a lot of them or most of them but like not even one and that was the joke so he said I'm in charge of one child and I lie to him all the time <laughs> I do it's, think that's yeah, cute
1: so but that's every time conspiracy comes up I'm like no, most of them, I'm like, the the moon is not made out of cheese or what, whatever, yeah. whatever. Right. But there are some where I'm like, strangely maybe. possible. Yeah. You know, we're like, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, shoot, we still talk about the tooth fairy and Santa. Like, you don't think, okay. Yeah. Let's see. And then yeah. that's that's the sad reality is that one of those times someone's going to be right. And then that's the basis for their existence after that. Like I told you. Before. Right. I, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I tried to you were right once one out of a yeah. hundred is one percent yeah it My doesn't goodness. matter <laughs> um, but anyway I know that, okay. that was a good
0: one yeah well and like I said um you know a, a half throwback to our old seasons our old episode format um and also mostly you know current event type of thing and so I just when I saw it I just was like oh we got to talk about this one so yes that is Daryl Brooks Jr. again I'm sure we'll have like little updates maybe as things go on maybe not right away but I mean we'll talk about so. him whenever he does his next thing I'm sure there will be more
1: <laughs> just based on his mannerisms from the snippets that I saw of him in court yep before he sure even told me about more. it I'm like there, we're gonna, gonna have him to yeah. be more. It's, oh, yeah. We'll see you anyway. again. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, you guys enjoy. Uh, thanks for joining us. It's almost the holidays. And so we, if we do skip a week because it's going to be Christmas week or whatever that might look like, I don't know. We might. We'll see. We'll
1: talk about it. We haven't decided. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, my next one's a celebrity one. So I think we're going to have to crank oh, yes! that out. And that's Yeah, so... no,
0: I do want to do that one. Yeah, no, we can't skip. But I, think, I, I take that I back. think we'll be
1: fine i mean by the time we're recording yeah, yeah it'll Christmas be so totally fine be mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean yeah you know. okay. <laughs> well we'll cash Anywho. in the skipping when we really need it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly all right well you guys enjoy thanks for joining us we'll see you next week and hope you have a good one
1: yes happy holidays or whatever it is you believe in be safe out there and we'll talk to you all next time bye bye